So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, Gigging Pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome back to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Oh man, I am exhausted. This is a follow-up episode to the previous one, which was right before I did my very first wedding expo in Denver. It was the Rocky Mountain Bridal Show, hosted at the Colorado Convention Center, and it went from 10 a.m. to 4, 4 p.m., I swear, I'm exhausted. But that is a good sign. Because, uh, you know, if you're not exhausted by the end of these shows, then you're probably not working hard enough uh, to get the business of both the people who are coming through and the other event planners and venue owners who are exhibiting there. So let me uh, do a quick recap. So first things first is parking. Parking around the Colorado Convention Center absolutely sucks. Um, if anyone here is in Denver, you'll know exactly what I mean. Just parking in downtown Denver is very tricky, but I got really lucky. And I think it's because I actually came very early and I found a spot. It was actually the closest on street parking that was available to me in, uh, in the one block vicinity. So I got the closest parking spot that I possibly could have gotten. And then um, I did a minimal setup this, this specific round. Like I didn't want to bring too much gear, partly because I didn't want to pay a hundred bucks for electricity. I wanted to see if I could get away without it. And the answer is yes, I did get away without it. <laughs> Not because I stole electricity, but because I used my Bose S1 Pro. And, uh, that is a battery powered PA system. Plus I also used my iPad to run my backing tracks via Bluetooth to the Bose S1 Pro. And the iPad lasted, uh, what, four to ten, is that six hours? And yeah, both of their, the batteries lasted over six hours, which was awesome. Um, which brings up the next point, which you might be asking, did you actually play for six hours? And the answer is almost. I think I probably played for four and a half, five hours maybe. And it took maybe an hour break, not all at the same time, but they had a fashion show that I took a break during. But other than that, I played almost the entire time, mostly wedding hits, but some more obscure tunes, like I threw in Led Zeppelin's Cashmere. And I realized something. So let me back up just a tiny bit to the very beginning, which is I realized these wedding shows are not necessarily just about marketing to the brides and grooms who are coming to the show. It is about marketing yourself to the other wedding vendors, like the venue owners, the event planners, because we want to get on their preferred vendor list. We want them referring gigs to us. We want them saying to their brides and grooms, hey, you have to have Jared for your for your wedding. Like you'd be making a mistake not to have him play your ceremony. And so because of that, I decided to actually start playing early like before the show began. So the timeline of the show was 10 to 11. The, I'm trying to remember this exactly, 
10 to 11. It might have been 11 to 12. Honestly, I'm so exhausted. I'm going to get my numbers mixed up. But an hour before general admission was a VIP party that like 100 people bought tickets to, which basically got you open bar for an hour. And then you got to hang out in a extra space in the ballroom and have some drinks, listen to a DJ. And during that party, I actually asked the organizer, hey, can I play in your in the lobby as people are getting registered for the show? Because they always have a registration desk that forms a line. And so I asked, hey, can I play in the lobby? And she said yes. And so a half hour before the VIP party started, I actually started playing before any bride or groom arrived because I realized my audience is not brides and grooms. It is the venue owners and the wedding planners. And so actually it was such a smart move because later in the day, um, you know, getting to the end of the day, the last half hour of these shows is super slow. And so I took my acoustic violin and walked around every aisle and stopped and chatted with the venue owners and the wedding planners. And every single one of them was like, oh man, I heard you playing outside. It was so awesome. You played Katy Perry Firework. You played some Taylor Swift. And that is the reason why I did it was so that they heard me play and said something about it. So success. And uh, yeah, that was awesome. All right. So then after that half hour, that was later than the VIP started, which I still played in the lobby as the line of people started to form. Um, this line was not... It, it got big at times. There were probably like 100 people in it at its maximum capacity. But I've played for bigger lines. That's why I knew to do this was like... I did this at in Milwaukee at another wedding show. It was right after COVID. And there was like probably 500 people in the line. And from that performance that I played in that line, I got like seven or eight gigs out of... So I knew I wanted to do it here. The line was shorter, but I still got lots of people coming up, taking cards for me. And I uh, decided I'm going to put out my violin case and put a dollar bill in the case just to see what happens. And sure enough, I probably made like 50 or 60 bucks in tips, which I've never made tips at a wedding show before. So that's something I'm going to do consistently. I did not put out a case with money at my booth itself, but I wonder what would have happened. I should try that next time. I'm going to do another wedding show in two weeks, and I'll put my case out then. I'll let you guys know what happens. All right, so I played uh, after the actual show started. I think the show started at 11, and I was thinking, like, when the show starts, I'll probably pack it in and go and actually staff my booth, because it was pretty much an empty booth. I told you, minimal setup. Um, but the line was still long, and the line stayed long for 45 minutes after the show opened. And so I stayed in the lobby and played for 45 minutes past the show start time. And that, I think, was a wise move because I got a lot of people hearing me, a lot of compliments, and hopefully a lot of gigs from that. So then at about 11.45, I went finally into the actual exhibit hall to my booth. And on the way there, uh, this is when something bad actually happened which is, <laughs> I was chatting with somebody. Uh, somebody stopped me saying, oh, your music was beautiful. They had heard me in the, the lobby. And then I started chatting with them, like asking them, oh, when are you getting married? And they're like, oh, um, June, but our venue doesn't allow live music. 
And as I was chatting with them, I screwed up and I uh, dropped my electric violin. Oof. It was the first time I've dropped that instrument. I'm sure I've dropped my other instruments <laughs> in their lifetimes, but this is the first time for this electric violin. And I thought it was fine. It actually looked okay, but then later when I went to play, I noticed that the chin rest had cracked on one of the the places that it clamps to the, the body of the instrument. I was actually able to continue playing it, and I... I I could still use it as is, but like, I'm going to get it fixed. I have a gig next Friday that I, I just want to get it fixed before. So rookie mistake, no, note to self, be more careful holding your, your instrument, especially when you're walking. I probably should have just put it in a case and took it. So I have a, I use a music stand and I have an instrument. I don't know what you call it, like the clamp or a instrument, you know, the Y stands that clamp on the wall i've got one that uh instrument hanger i got one that clamps to the music stand and that's where i put my electric violin and i guess i tilted my music stand when i was talking to this person and it just fell out of the holder so i'm a little bummed about that but i guess that's where the tip money will go towards is getting me a new chin rest hopefully it's not more than like 50 bucks probably not that expensive i don't know could have been a lot worse to be honest Alright, so that being said, after that I made my way to my booth, I had to make two trips, and then I got set up, very minimal setup, with the electric violin in my music stand, my Bose S1 Pro on the speaker stand, and then in front of me I had another music stand that had a sheet of paper with a QR code on it that was my lead magnet, get your free copy of the wedding playlists, in exchange for your email address, plus a stack of business cards. And I went through several stacks of business cards, which was awesome. I'm, I'm glad I actually bought a thousand business cards from Vistaprint beforehand. I probably went through a couple hundred of them at this event, which is why I'm really glad I got a thousand. <laughs> and yeah, from there on out, I just played like the entire time. I figured <laughs> this is one of the rare cases where I do think your music does market itself is after you've done the marketing to get your butt into a wedding expo or into a place where you can showcase your work, then let your music do all of the talking. So I played. I wasn't even forceful about, like, striking up conversation. So I think that's kind of the vibe I wanted to put out was, like, my music is so good that I don't need to do any talking. The music will do all the talking. and Take a card and we'll chat later. And I think it worked for me. Uh, I got tons of people taking cards. I got some people stopping and asking questions. I played a lot of Taylor Swift, played some Leanne Womack, played some September. And then uh, after the fashion show, I did bust out some EDM because I'm a huge EDM nerd. And it was so much fun. Um, but a couple musicians came up to me just saying, hey, what you're doing is awesome. We love it. And then the most important part of this wedding expo happened towards the end, which was when things started to slow down, I took my acoustic violin and walked up and down the aisles of the booth with a big stack of business cards in my pocket and just networked with all of the venues and wedding planners. Uh, it was great. I, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned the Lionsgate Event Center to you guys the other day. If not, there's a Facebook Live in our Full-Time Music Academy about it. I think I might have done one in our business tips for gaming musicians Facebook group. 
But basically, they were there, and it was awesome. It was like hanging out with friends, because they know who I was. <laughs> they also, um, one of them asked, hey, were you the guy on the phone? And I was uh, on the phone. I called them. I was kind of a little bit pushy, and I felt bad about it. And I told them, hey, I'm sorry. I felt like I was a little pushy. I apologize. And they're like, no, nah, don't worry about it. You were fine, which was good. It made me feel relieved. Then another one of my partners, Hudson Gardens, which I did a blog post about, they were there. And it was good to reconnect with the manager there. She had not referred any weddings or gigs to me yet. And she mentioned like, oh, you know, we had management change like two times since you visited. So it's been hard to actually make any changes. But this week, I'm working on all of our preferred vendor stuff, and we're putting you directly on it. So really good to do that. Reconnected with some DJ companies. Uh, DJ companies are also a really good source of gigs for me because I can play along with a DJ. And so I connected with pretty much every DJ company in the room, gave them my business cards, and I showed them my Instagram, which has a video of me playing on the dance floor with a DJ. And they're like, ah, oh, dude, that's awesome. So lots of wins. I am freaking exhausted. Um, I'm going to go home, put my feet up on the couch, maybe have some grape juice. <laughs> uh, it was really cool. They actually gave us a free bottle of wine just for participating. But my wife and I were doing dry January. Um, I guess it's more like a damp January because we did have drinks one day. And I'm trying to decide if I'm going to have it drinks a second day this January or stick with the, the dry January thing. We'll see. Um, but that's just a little, little too much information for y'all. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you got a lot out of it. I will be directing my full-time music Academy students to listen to this episode, to hear about how it went and how they can plan for their future wedding expos. But if you're not one of my full-time music Academy students, you got this extra info and I hope you enjoyed it. All right. If, by the way, if you want to like join Full-Time Music Academy, every BookLive Pro member gets access to the Full-Time Music Academy resources. So you can get a free trial to BookLive Pro by going to booklive.com. There is a free trial there. So go ahead and grab that, and then I'll see you on the inside. All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Remember, your music will not market itself. Bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step -step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.